what is going on everyone welcome back to episode two of uh we have a couple names for this podcast but i don't know if we are finalized yet so we'll just call it the uh to be determined podcast but welcome back thank you for joining us on this journey i'm here with uh our usual the usual suspects uh, myself Ahmachima, and rafi husseini uh what i want to talk about today rafi is when you're starting out a project you know there's a couple different options you have of how you go about approaching that one of them is just to do it on your own and then the other one which i think both of us can speak to pretty significantly because our past uh, i would say year or so we've been in a lot of these is like you can partner with someone uh, you each bring something to the table and combine the idea is that uh, you you're able to produce something that I wouldn't be able to do by myself or that person wouldn't be able to do by themselves. Now, what I wanted to focus on is just the pros and cons of each one. So let's start with uh, just doing things solo. Uh, you want to jump off? What are your thoughts on, you know, starting a project solo? Oh man, starting a solo project, solo project is, is really overwhelming because uh, I mean, as you know, I, the podcast that I started initially, I was planning on doing it myself, right? And when I started recording it for like the first five minutes, in my head, I'm like, man, this is a lot to like speak, especially when I'm like by myself. Like, I, there's no way I can like just stare into a screen and record for like 30, 40 minutes with no like live audience or whatsoever. So that's why then I reached out to Toha and we started this as a co host, which led to a better thing because now. We have ideas bouncing off, bouncing off of each other, you know, when there's a certain project that requires you to, I guess, in this case scenario, like, you know, uh, to talk, it's very difficult to talk to yourself. You know, there's one thing that talking to yourself for like a couple of minutes, like giving yourself a motivation versus like literally staring into a blank screen and just, just completely just rambling off without having a lost, without having any live audience for that matter, you know? Because again, I mean, I don't know if people are going to listen to my podcast or not. And then on top of that, I'm spending like 30, 40 minutes like a, like a fool trying to like figure out what I'm going to say. But starting hold on, with solo. Hold on. Um, when, I think there's two things that we can kind of clarify here. Uh, one of the things is that you're saying with a podcast, it's generally a discussion and it's tough to just do that solo. I get that right now. If for the sake of the discussion, let's talk about like, let's assume uh, being solo here would mean uh, not that you're doing it by yourself, but you're just getting new guests every time. Okay, so like they're not co-host with you. You don't have a co-host. It's just you. Right. I mean, that does really bring a different angle to the podcast, different angle to the episode, because at the end of the day, what you are doing is you want to provide value, right? And of course, there's you, there's your co-host, you know, you're definitely providing value, but then people always want change. People always want something different. You'll see any podcast or any project or any like TV show, whatever it is, you're never going to have like the same character, like the same people run it every single day. There's like different segments, different transitions. So you definitely like, I don't think there's any project in the world that goes like, Hey, I'm doing this solo and I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Have no guests, have no like additional new people on there. So it's, I think it's very, very like crucial that we get someone, you know, it doesn't have to be, could be literally one of our friends, 
And it could be someone that's like not a familiar face to the audience. Yeah. Okay. Let me, um, let me rephrase, right? Like, I, I don't think we need to get into like getting people. I think the actual like, process like, of like, creating is what I mean. Like, like now the, the pros of doing things on your own is that you have complete control, Sure. right? You can go at your own pace. You're not waiting on anyone. You're not trying to schedule time with anyone, right? There's a lot of pros to be mentioned here too. So uh, I know you're kind of focusing on the negative. So I'll, I'll just throw those out there. I think for someone that really just wants to get stuff done and is self-motivated, I think it's a bad idea to go into a partnership. Like, I think it's a bad idea to actually have a co-host because- hey, I mean, remember, I don't know if I told you, but like, again, it all goes back to like, I even talked about it in one of my episodes. I don't remember, maybe it's the coming episode. Anyways, uh, that it's the same thing when, when you started going to the gym. You know, me and you, we had this conversation when you first started working out with me, remember? And you were like, bro, I need you to like get me to the gym. And I was like, if you're like self-motivated and if you're there, you don't need someone to be there with you you know like that's that's something i learned early on that when i started working out and stuff i was going with a partner and every time he would like bail or not be able to make it then i'd be like man now i can't go you know because like i mean i don't have a partner you know I don't, i'm not motivated so i pushed myself beyond that and then i realized like it's for me right like everything that we do is for primarily for ourselves and that's going to benefit us eventually so the pros as you're mentioning of being solo is that First thing is the goal is for yourself. You know, you want to make sure that it, it benefits you, something productive for you. And then that's the only way you'll be able to like benefit anyone else for that matter. Yeah. The other piece is, so like number one, I would say speed, right? You can control uh, how fast or slow you're going. Number two is actual control of the actual final product, right? Like you don't have to get someone else's approval. It's just you. And number three, what I would say is really at some point, you're going to have different visions for what it is uh, that you're doing, how much time investment is going into it and that kind of stuff. Unless like you guys are just on the same page, you're on it and you guys have communicated that very clearly with each other from the very beginning to the I mean, end, It's right? always going to be like, if you're not solo, you're always going to have to, someone has always going to have to pick up the slack of the other person at some point, you know, right. if you're yeah. in that, then the long game that happens at, it's just natural, you know, you can be like, you can, you can never be on the same wavelength every single time. Yeah, and so like for that purpose, right? I think understanding that, like, for example, I have, I've been trying to do three podcasts and my idea was like, literally like, all I need is I'll schedule an hour block with these people every week. And it's just like, if I could just do that, I will literally do everything else but it's not easy to just get that hour block from people. You know what I mean? It's like their schedules are different. My schedule is different. And just getting that hour every week is just such a monumentous task. And I think understanding that like, if you are going into a journey like this, where you want to create something, uh, I think if you can find it in yourself to be self-motivated, if that's you, then you should do it by yourself. Like don't, rely on someone else to kind of uh, kind of be there with you, right? Don't make your show dependent on someone else being there. And, and I am a hardcore believer of this, although my practice, you guys might see like what I'm doing, it's not really like that. For me, the reason why I have these other things set up like this is because I know I need another person there to hold me accountable, 
right? So I mean, that's I mean, you. Yeah. Like, and with us too, right? Like we talked about it and I was like, you know, scheduling might be an issue. I'm straight up, you know, and then you were like, okay, if we can record, I'm going to like do something like write it or whatever it is to make sure that I'm still getting my stuff done. So that's like you're self-motivated to get that done. So it's never going to be, and I, I mean, I agree with you that it's never going to be possible that if you rely on someone to, if you rely on someone to help you make your goal successful, it's just going to go off. You know, it's like at the end of the day, you'll be like, man, what the heck? This guy's supposed to help me out. Yeah. And the thing is like, people have, like, people are busy. They have lives. Like if you're the one whose idea it is, and you're the one that's passionate about it, you can't expect the other person to be as passionate as you. Like, that's not realistic. Like they're just living their lives and you're trying to, you know, pull them into your dream. And so uh, I think understanding that and having enough self-awareness to, to know that, okay, I need someone that does this, right? So in this podcast, for example, really, I, I would have done this solo but I know I wouldn't have been consistent with it. So I'm like, I just need someone to just be there with me. And that's what I'm like, Ruffy, I need, can you do this? And like the commitment is like, hey, we'll do short episodes, but you just got to be there every day, right? Yeah. And so uh, back to the audience, the listeners, what, what I would, my message for all of you guys is that understand who you are and what you need to be successful, right? The, the process is going to be the same. Like you have to put in the work. Now, how do you set up your structure in a way that it allows you to do the work more and more and more, right? So, whether that's a desk layout, that. whether it's this, the structure of your day, how you schedule your time or who you work with, like all, all that stuff, those are decisions you're making to hopefully make yourself more productive. Uh, and so just, so that's one thing like that's, we just covered. Uh, uh, Another thing I would just add on to that is that like, you should always, you should always like whenever you're starting off something you should always separate the goals from yourself you know you shouldn't have those two together because that's at some time you'll be like you'll get so burned out and like you know just focusing on like you wouldn't know exactly at, at, at a certain point you'll be like okay like i'm doing this but why am i doing this you know like what's the purpose i just want to do it i just want to do it but i think it's crucial to like separate your goals from yourself and have that separation of like i have i have a life too you know i'm, I'm not like the people uh i mean for the listeners uh ruffy's lying here but uh we'll, we'll let it slide i mean he does yeah, not have a life oh, <laughs> we don't have a life we're just constantly just recording but for people like i mean everyone there are people that like make their goals part of their life and they're always in the i mean like chima come on man, you work for jeff bezos you know all these people all these big people like they have they have goals but they always also emphasize to like don't be so dwelled into it that you forget what the what the actual purpose is you know like, and there's this whole thing you know like going solo or like having someone or structuring someone you need to define everything what's the purpose of that you can't just be like chasing people or like everything make it part of your goal because at the end of the day you're not getting the work done you're gonna be stuck and you're gonna be lost you're gonna be like i started this i'm in this <laughs> now where do i go from here yeah. so i think it's very important to like have that separation all right, moving on. I think one of the segments I wanted to do daily is like a story of the day. I uh, wanted to just, you know, you share one story, something that happened in you your know, day. I, I stay at that. home, bro. I'm, I got a boring life, right? No stories to tell. You interacted with someone today? No. You had meetings today? Like, I'm sure something happened that you can share. And mm, I think no. when we're talking about, I think it, this is really important. And this segment is going to be 
uh, I believe for me, at least it's going to be the one where uh, I grow the most because the story moments that happen are not just like one once in a while that just happen. They happen every day. They're happening all around us. All we have to do is actually be in tune and be like, oh man, I never realized that. So when I say that, I mean, we have to be receptive to feedback that we're getting from all different directions and we should be constantly changing as people. And if we're the heroes in the story, then we should be taking these things and it should be changing who we are. And every day we should be growing, right? And so, uh, Rafi, I'm gonna put you on the spot, man. Give me a story. For today, it doesn't have to be something that happened today. You can just say any story. Uh, when I say story, let me let me clarify a little bit. I don't mean like a bedtime story. I mean like no, something that happened. Day, I was sitting on this car chair and yeah. right. So what I mean by story is something that happened in your life. And yes, I mean your life that you walked away with uh, a like a different perspective or you learned something or a reflection. You know what I mean? Like something and you walked away with that as a you're like as a learning moment, you know what I mean? Like you, you grew from that moment. So that's what I mean by story. I mean, that really comes to mind, but I think one thing I would definitely mention is like the first time I ever went skydiving, right? Mm -hmm. That was a, that was a, the first time I did it, it was, it was, I think one of those moments where like, you always hear, right? You always listen to like all these motivation speakers be like, conquer your fears, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. Now I was super excited. Right. I'm, I'm like, you know, I have the video. I'm super excited. I'm there. You know, I'm already strapped up, ready to go. All right. Super excited until we get to the plane. The plane takes off. Still excited. As soon as it reaches the height, 10,000 feet, I'm quiet. Like all I have is a smile on my face, like, like, like a shock kind of smile, you know? And when the guy is recording me, he's like, you, he's doing all that, all this stuff you know, to get me hyped up. And I'm just like, and I'm shivering, like I'm shivering. I'm like strapped to the guy and I'm like shaking, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, you know, this is it. And I'm like looking out at the thing. I was like, man, like what happens if like, you know, the parachute doesn't open or like whatever, right? And then the guy's like, okay, well, you don't have the best experience. You got to put your head up. I was like, okay. We sat. And then I see the uh, then I see the 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 guy recording me. I see him. He, he this dude's been doing it like forever. He literally like the plane's flying. He like climbs on top of the plane, climbs and sits on it to record me coming out of the the door. The jumper takes me and sits, and I'm like looking up, and before I even knew it, I'm falling, mm -hmm. right? I'm falling, and my voice doesn't come out. Like I'm trying to yell, I'm trying to scream, and I was like, I was like come on, like, what the heck is happening? And I'm falling and suddenly the parachute pulls and then like, that's when like, kind of like my mind, like kind of went calm, okay, all right, the parachute's up now, now it's whatever, you know? I realized that when I came down, I realized that this is literally like every single thing that you don't do. You know, it's a missed opportunity. Like that first part of me like jumping off, it's, that's the only scary part. The part that my voice didn't come out, that was the excitement, you know, that I'm doing something that I've never done before. You know, I'm just like, like, I'm finally doing it. You know, it's like, it's like surreal. So when I came down, I was like, man, like, if we take this approach for every single thing that we do, it's literally the same phase. You're going to be scared first. You're going to be lost. When you do it, you're going to be like, okay, I don't know what's happening. Am I going to be able to do this or not? Is this for me? Blah, blah, blah. 
And then when you do it, you're in the excitement phase where you're like, okay, it's happening now. Like, you know, it's, it's happening. How do I get control of this? Like, how do I get my body to like react in the way that I want it to react? And finally, when it's done and you look back, you're like, it was like, what, 30 seconds of jump. So when you do something like a project or start off something that you want to do a year or two years, whatever is really your short span of time. And the end you reach your goal. So that was something that, that was really like surreal for me. And like a lot of people relate to that. You know, they relate to skydiving, the the whole Will Smith video, you know, when he's like yeah. his life changing stuff and all that. It actually is true, you know, like that is like probably the most scariest thing that you can do because if your parachute doesn't open, bro, you're you're done. I was already thinking, man, if my parachute isn't open, I think I'm just gonna flip and fall on the guy. <laughs> maybe help me. Maybe help me. <laughs> He's the expert. I'm sure he would have just kept you on the ground. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. I got my money. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's a that, good one, man. That was nice. All right. So uh, here's what I got for you. This is a story that happened uh, a while back when I was in college, my senior year, actually. Missed days. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I remembered it because today is Friday. And that day was a Friday. I remember this clearly like it was yesterday. So uh, as Muslims, we believe that there is a window of time on Friday where your, your, your prayers, your dua, your, what you're asking for just is done, like is guaranteed, is money, right? Like you throw it up, like, and you can just- I'll start start. like right now when you're recording this, yeah, dua, right? yeah, you toss it, you toss it up and you can just, you don't even have to look to see if it went in and you can start walking back. You know what I mean? So- there's a window uh, like that on Fridays. And so, you, you know, a lot of times it, it can sound like, it seems like, man, they're just saying that kind of thing, like whatever. But so this particular Friday, it was the last Friday of the semester. It's, our, it's the day of my accounting final exam. And to give you guys some context, I'll be completely honest with you guys. The first time I took accounting, I needed to get a C to pass it. First time I took it, I got a D. Okay. I stopped doing my homework. It was a lot of, it was a lot of work. All right. Second time I took it, I was like, man, I don't have the time to do this. I just dropped out before the, uh, you know, you know, you know, you can drop out in the first two weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to keep up with the work that's happening. I'm just going to drop out. This is the third time I'm taking this class. Okay. And it's the Friday, the final exam. I need to do well on this exam. And I haven't studied for it. It's been a busy week. <laughs> dude i'm like man i like on like in juma prayer like at, at, in the during the khutbah i'm just going hard like i'm like super focused right like uh, khurum was there like he was doing a khutbah that day and uh after after the prayer i just like sit there i'm like ya allah <laughs> like i don't know if there's anything you can do but <laughs> i need this right now <laughs> like I, I'm starting a job in a couple of weeks. Like I, I, I need to get through this class. I'm not trying to take this in the summer or try to take this again. Like I really need some help right now. I kid you not, Rafi, dude. I, I swear this happened. I swear. Like I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit just thinking about it, dude. It is. I had um, me, Muhammad Suleiman, and like there's this other guy that was in the same class with us these guys were ready they were they prepped for the exam and everything i was the only one like i was like oh man at the time i was working at Miftah and we just didn't have like it was a busy week for us and then outside of that other exams and stuff like that and it, the exams on a friday you know what i mean it's just not a good time on the way to the actual 
classroom where we were going to take the exam, we all get an email. So there's a gas leak on campus. Entire campus gets evacuated. Exam canceled, huh? <laughs> Every single exam that was happening that day got canceled and rescheduled. I'm like, dude, like, there's no way, like, just the timing. I was like, man, this is, that was that moment. You know what I mean? I was like, and then you realize you're like, man, I asked for like an exam. <laughs> like what? Something else. <laughs> yeah. I should have asked for like something that actually would have benefited me or uh, helped me in the, in, you know, throughout my, uh, the entirety of my life or uh, the next life. Right. But, you know, in the time it was just like, oh my goodness, this is, this is real. Right. And so that's what I was, uh, that's my story of the day. No, it's interesting because I mean, my dad always tells me that, like, I think, and, and as, when he reminds me, and I always put this to perspective, is that, like, like you know, you never know when your dua is going to be accepted, you know? And you can make dua for anything. You know, you can ask God for anything, right? But if you start putting, like, these petty things on top of your list, so I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, Allah, you know, I need this car, I need this house, blah, blah, blah. And then you come down to, like, oh, yeah, make me the best Muslim towards the end like you don't know in what order your dua is going to be accepted mm -hmm. right so i, I always yeah. think like every time you request for dua it has to be something crucial it has to be something beyond ourselves you know it has to be something that we can't do regardless of if you want it you know it has to be something that literally it's like we can't even think about it it has to be something that god only if he admits if he agrees to it you can do it i mean that's the truth with everything but like literally like buying a house or getting a car, you know, you know, if you're, if you put a little bit of work, you save the money and, you know, you, of course you pray for it, you get it. But stuff like, you know, establishing like a, like a whole business or like, you know, starting a family, you're having a child, like you're, you're uh, the, the, the blessing of like a, like a righteous child, like having something to do with your hereafter, like something, you know, even from your, even for your, for your mental state and like your, um, your spiritual state, you know, that's something that you can't really control. You can try for it, but that is so like pure when it comes from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and comes from God. It's just crazy, you know. Like literally, every time my dad says that, you know, whenever we like make dua for some pay thing, he's like, he's like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, you could have asked for like something. And when we when we tell him that, like, when I, when we always go like this actually happened, he's like, he's like, he's like, imagine now if you ask something that was better. You know, like every time, because back when I was a kid, man, it was like petty. You know, hey, I need like a PlayStation. You know, I need this. <laughs> when you get it, it would be like, you know, you got it. But what if you could have gotten something better? Yeah, it's like uh, I think at the end of the day, the point that I'm trying to make is that, like, always, like this is real, right? And I, if you miracles do happen, yeah, like not just that but like prayers are accepted they're heard and accepted right so that's the thing and and they're accepted from everyone not just like certain type of person that wears this everyone. or that the other thing and so uh always like whenever you're and i think Ruffy, you kind of added another layer to this is like whenever you're asking like aim higher you know wayne oh. state university aim higher right so like think about something that's not just like a car or like a material thing that you you want right and like think of something that really like it's going to impact your life you know it's going to impact everything that you do and, and always have that on the tip of your tongue you don't know when it's going to get accepted and there's a scholar i mean for the audience the non-muslim audience imam ghazali he, he's a scholar he says that 
for for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for God, like for us, the human mind is so limited that there's a certain extent we think and that's it. That's the way it ends for us. But for God, like when we stop thinking or we think something's not possible, for him, everything is possible. Yeah. Like there's no question of if or buts. You know, for us, it is. You know, we be like, oh man, you know, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be possible. We like, you know, this is my max. I've done this. Now what do I do? But then for God, everything is possible. And that's the human capacity, limited capacity of thinking that kind of like puts us at all. Will this be possible? So it's really like, as you mentioned, you know, like aim higher. Always expect, always expect the best to come yeah, your way. Yeah, we just, if, I think you just have to look around. And you'll see, like, this, like, uh, you know, is this possible? Like, if everything that's actually happening, like, none of it's, if you think about it, like, it's not no, possible. Yeah, right? right? Even that you got to see the two folds that, is it possible for me? I don't know. But is it possible for God? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's, that's really the, that's really the, you see, I was listening to something from Sheikh Saad Taslim. And he was trying to do something, it was like, on his Instagram, he was trying to do some, like, Urdu stuff. Like, my Urdu is not that great, but he goes, like, he goes like, uh, what did he say in Urdu? And he was like, Agar iska, he says, Agar iska jawab aapke paas nahi hai, iska ye matlab nahi ki iska jawab hai nahi. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he translates that to English. He's like, you know, it doesn't, just because you don't know the answer to something, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that the answer for that doesn't exist. You know, it's the same thing. Literally with prayers, it's the same thing with anything you do, it's the same thing. Like, so you don't know, someone, some, someone, a human being, some person out there knows something. Mm-hmm. And on top Absolutely. of that, God knows everything. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. Is there anything else you want to touch on real quick? Or? No, we good. Oh, can we just talk about my home eating, me eating foam pads? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll quickly. Yeah, okay. So that's the last thing we'll quickly touch on. For the audience that's looking to uh, podcast or work in the audio space or like just have a nice meeting where you're not echoey. Um, I was thinking roughly, like right here. Yeah, Ruffy was asking to actually put foam pads behind him. And my thing, what I told him was, if you put foam pads behind you, your mic is already going to pick up the echo. And so it's not really going to do anything. So it might like reduce it a little bit. But if you put the, the thing, the dampening in front of you, the idea is when the sound vibrations go and hit that wall, it'll just be absorbed there. What about the side? So I'm recording here and there's a wall right here. Yeah, I think side is a good bet too, because you want to, like, you can do the back, don't get me wrong. I think if you're limited in your budget and you want to just do one wall, the biggest bang for your buck is going to be right where in the direction that you're speaking. Because that way, the sound will just be absorbed when it gets there. Now, there's still going to be a little bit of bounce, right? It's just, especially when you get louder and stuff like that. But if you want to control, the most of the controlling is going to be right behind where you're speaking. You don't want those sound vibrations to go back into your mic. That's where the echo is happening. Right now on the side, I'm sure like when I'm speaking on the side, it's kind of picking up as well. But again, if you have the you budget for difference it, when do I, everything. You see a difference when I talk like this or like this? Well, hello, your mic hello, is in front hello, of you. So yeah, I'm going to hear a difference. <laughs> oh, hello, 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 hello. Uh, I can't tell on this Zoom call, but you can like... If you talked, I'm sure you can hear it. Like if you really paid attention to it. 
right? Or if you yeah, recorded okay. it and listened to I'll it. I'll probably do it. Right now, I have like this partition thingy, so it's not a wall behind where I'm speaking, but I'm going to probably try with the side walls. Mm -hmm. If we can get like two pads, stick it up there. Sounds good. All, All right. right man. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.